This is the Iowa State Athletics Sidecast. This Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors with the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. Today's Sidecast is a visit with former Cyclone football player Eric Anderson. Eric was a starting linebacker and captain on Dan McCartney's 2004 Independence Bowl Championship team and recently teamed up with Zach Butler to form the idea for a McCartney era reunion. The event was a huge success and Mac's former players raised over $120,000 to create an endowment and name the student athlete letter winner engagement suite in Mac's honor. We hope you'll enjoy this visit with a great cyclone, Eric Anderson. Well, Eric, it was just an amazing weekend, no question about it, and things just came together beautifully. Tell me how this all kind of got going. Hey, John, great, great to hear from you, man. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think uh, it's it's kind of been going on for years. I think you got a, a good group that was obviously really tight and did a lot of pretty cool things together. And and under Max leadership, obviously, there's that shared, you know, um, the guys the guys revered by so many, as you know. Whether it's whether it's players, administration, staff, everyone, fans, Zach Butler and I were sitting down and say, "Hey, what do we got to do to at least get this thing going? And what does it look like?" And just kind of start rallying, rallying some some of the old guys together. And uh, no, no surprise, everybody was interested and all in. And um, you know, one thing led to another. I think once once it got a little momentum, it really took off over the last probably four or five months, and and turned into you know an event. I, I didn't even expect it to be as incredible as it was, but um, hard to imagine it going into it, but it was pretty cool. So when the responses started coming in and you saw how many guys were coming, I mean, you know, more than 80 guys that really had to warm your heart. I mean, I talked to Todd Bandauer, he was going to go to Mexico, he rearranged things. I'm sure a lot of guys did stuff just like that to make sure that they could be there. And just to see so many guys immediately say yes. What did that mean to you? Yeah, just incredible. You know, again, no surprise um, given, you know, everything that that era went through for me. It was just awesome to reconnect with so many of the, even some of the players that I knew had maybe had met over the years at some alumni deals, but didn't get to play with and certainly some coaches. But uh, the cool thing too is, John, you had so many of those people like Bandauer that rearranged their schedule. And then you had some guys that just couldn't. Mac and I, we called, we called Ellis Hobbs you remember was, was, uh, you know, co-captain with me and the, really the heart and soul of, of our defense there in 04, we gave him a call and he sent a text later how much it meant that he got, and he was just so, he had to be in a wedding. He was a groomsman in a wedding and yeah. was so bummed out. He wasn't here. Um, Seneca Wallace, same thing was calling the fellow. So you had, you had so many guys too, that couldn't make it that are just as excited that uh, we're going to keep doing this over the years. Cause they want to come back. Yeah. I think that one of the really cool things to me, there are a couple that I'll mention here, but one that was really cool to me, was how it kind of crossed generations. Cause I mean, Mac was here for 12 years. So, you know, a lot of you guys didn't overlap and you guys, I'm sure some of you have met through the years from time to time, but the opportunity for the older guys to really connect and get to know the younger guys that did not play together. I think that had to be one of the really cool things about it. Yeah. Just fascinating. And, and, and leading, leading it from my standpoint to get the coaches back, you know, I got to come in John during a pretty good time, right? Um, first bowl game and more bowl games and you know Iowa State was was more on the map and we certainly wouldn't have been had it not for been those players and that staff some of the early the early teams that um, went through the hard times and all the stories of you know coach Mack having to beg his way into the fraternities to beg people to come to games and 
you know, the facilities, all that, you know, the history inside and out as to most people that uh, were around then. So to, to, for all of those guys and the sacrifice and then to come back and get tours of the unbelievable Stark Performance Center to meet Matt Campbell and to be back together with uh, multiple kind of generations of McCarney players, that was, it was freaking amazing. Today's sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to support Iowa's farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. You mentioned the assistant coaches too, and that was the other thing I was going to mention. I just thought it was so cool to see, you know, Barney Cotton after a heart, heart transplant back, John Scladani, mm-hmm. uh, gosh, Larry Coyer, uh, who recruited Matt Campbell uh, to Pittsburgh uh, <laughs> yeah. to, to be there. Just all the assistant coaches that came back, and they were really thrilled to be there when we talked to them. I mean, they just really were excited to be back and, and to see all the guys. And I thought that was a really cool part of it, too. Yeah. Well, not only that, going back again to the folks that couldn't make it, same type, same deal. The guys that could and did, it was incredible. Moved their schedules around, found a way. And then you got a lot of guys that are still coaching, right? Uh, you know, I was thinking about talking to, you know, Tony Alford, um, Charlie Partridge, Mike Grant, Jay Norvell. Those guys all had camps. Matt McGettigan, they all had camps. They had to do their day job. It's a busy, as it was for Iowa State, it's a busy recruiting weekend. And then Steve Loney, uh, Kirby Wilson, both coaching in the USFL, so, but so bummed out, literally emailing saying, Hey, send me the list of all the players. Everyone was just so um, excited. And then Chris Ash, who's with the Raiders now, this happened to be the weekend that he was moving his family from Jacksonville, Florida. He was on urban staff there to Vegas. Um, and so some, some little things like that, where there, I'm just saying this, I've got, I got no ghosting. No, I'll let you know. Everyone was so engaged and wanted to come back. And that, that speaks to how proud they were of their time and, and how much fondly they think of their memories here and obviously what they think of Coach Mack as, as a leader. And, and for many of those guys, gave them their start into coaching. So that was it was really fun to, to hang out with some coaches that I had never even met and um, got to build some, some lifelong friendships with, and hopefully we'll see them back again. Tell me about the endowment part of it and putting Mac's name on the letter winners and student athlete engagement wing. How did that all come together? Because I mean, there wouldn't be a letter winners club with, without mm-hmm. Mac. He was instrumental in getting that started at Iowa state and so critical to, to connect generations. It really seemed like an appropriate, perfect thing to do for him. That was the no brainer, John, knowing that he founded it, knowing what it stands for and knowing when you, when you, when you tie it all together, and you see who's having, you know, TJ Otzelberger and Bill Fenley. It just goes in how many, how many coaches, whether it's soccer coaches, track coaches, wrestling coaches, how many, how many guys would say, Hey, Mac would have, you know, Hey, bring your top recruits, bring them by my office or I'll come see them. I'll reach out to them. And it seems like stuff that he still is doing to this day when he comes back and, and, and TJ or Billy bring him back. Um, certainly Matt with the, with the football program. But it just Iowa State was so much bigger. I mean, Mac was larger than life, and it was more than just football. It was Iowa State. It was the letter winners. It was the creating something to be proud of, and and certainly that was his vision. I know when he called right away, say, "Where's is there a let? Where's who, who's in charge of the letter winners club?" And he said, <laughs> he "said We don't have one." He said, "What?" So I started that. So I think you know, going back to your question, you start to think about these things. All right, what are we raising money for? He said, "You go back to that letter winners club and what it meant." And, and you start in this day and age raising money. What what's it to rally the players behind it? What's it going to mean? What's the the longer term meaning going to be with a putting Max name forever in the history, having his name prominently 
somewhere with the, the impact that he made. But you think of do a statue, things like that. Mac Mac wouldn't have wanted that. And uh, so, so to, to tie it back to the letter winners engagement suite and what that means and what it can do for current players and former players as they think about their careers after football, which clearly Mac cared so much about um, for young men and women all over Iowa State about their, their life beyond Cyclone athletics. It just, it was, it really was perfect. So that part of it though, was a surprise to him. You guys kept it that. I don't know how you pulled it off with like a hundred <laughs> people coming back, but you kept that a surprise to him until the very end when he came up and Lindsay introduced him, Lindsay Long and, and uh, presented him that check for over $120,000. Just seeing his reaction in that moment, he was really choked up. I know a lot of you guys were, Take me to that moment and what that was like for you when he, yeah. when he was surprised. It was unreal. I mean, the fact, yeah, I was I was as worried as anyone that, hey, this thing, this thing may leak, and if it does, it does. But, yeah, it really didn't leak. I mean, we had a players-only kind of Facebook page where we – and we, we kind of kept the guys, hey, keep a lid on this. And uh, we kept it just to email and the, the, the monthly calls we would do as a group to give updates and challenge the team, uh, to, to challenge the guys to, to raise money and things like that. So we kept the lid on it. And I think what, what helped with that is it really was players only. We were tasked to go seek out donations from others. We certainly could have uh, if we wanted to change the number. But I think what was cool about that is it was players only. Some guys this stage in their career, in their life, it, it wasn't about give a certain number. It was let's let's give. Let's give what you're comfortable giving. Let's Let's make a goal and let's crush it. And and blow through that goal, and and certainly Jamie Pollard and the athletics department were 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 very supportive of that. I mean, just incredibly supportive, and that that played a huge role in it as well. With Lindsey Long, you called out in particular, just really really taking a, an equal passion in it with us and and driving it home. So yeah, we we kept it a secret, and and yeah, the emotion. I'll tell you what, the emotion of Mac later on that night at the at the bar, and even the following morning when it was really setting in and understanding where that money came from and what it was going towards and that it was players only and player led. Um, yeah, there was a, you know, definite nod in his throat and, and, and all of ours um, when he's talking about it. it. It meant a lot. Cyclone fans. I want to tell you about my new favorite Iowa state cyclone shirt, the Corey by authentic brand. The stylish half zip features butter soft scuba knit performance fabric. Everyone at your tailgate will want one. To outfit your life in Authentic Brand, visit one of our fine retailers near you or order online at authentic-brand.com for fast delivery. I thought another thing that was really cool about just the whole week in general, and I couldn't be here for this on Thursday night, but the Gridiron Club has its uh, coaches cook-off, which worked out perfectly because that allowed the the coaches on the current staff the opportunity to really get to interact with the the former coaches, the former players. That event's always awesome to begin with. And Max, here's another thing: Max started the Gridiron Club. You know, so so how appropriate was it to have all you guys there for that great event? And uh, I'll bet you guys had a blast that night. Yeah, the, the timing of it couldn't have worked out better for sure. And yeah, to be, be back at that, at the great iron club that Mac founded and to be so welcomed back to be the honored kind of guests. And, you know, I think there were over 250 people there that night and, and great food and, and great hospitality and, and fun to see so many connect. And then I think, you know, coach Mac got the microphone and, and said some pretty special things addressed kind of the, the, the fans and the Gridiron club members and, and certainly said some, some great things about coach Campbell. It's no secret how much, Dan McCartney is a massive fan and loyal to Matt Campbell. And, and then Matt Campbell talked 
and, and kind of said similar things, talked about the bridge and what, what this, this generation or this era of cyclones means to him and that Dan McCartney was his first call he made after he took the job and just kind of the unique bond that those two have. It was really cool and to see it on display in that setting with all of his former players there and, and for Campbell to have that chance to interact with that many former players, not just at an alumni game where you have all sorts of folks from everywhere back, but to really address the Dan McCartney era, it was really special. There were some goosebumps at that part too. You mentioned Jamie Pollard and Matt Campbell and, and just the importance of them recognizing the impact that Mac made on this university. And uh, it, it was so cool. And I thought what was really neat was when Matt came out, uh, on Friday, he wasn't originally scheduled to be a part of the event on Friday night, but he wanted to be there and he came and then he spoke right from the heart uh, to all you guys. And I just thought his message was really on point. Yeah. <clears throat> well, you, well, you look at Matt and how busy he is, his staff is and how, how good they are at recruiting. And um, certainly with the, the, the players that are coming through here and have been <clears throat> for him on a, on a weekend when they have 18 recruits in already took the time during the gridiron club, kind of put his time in for him to take even more time to spend. And it wasn't like he just came in and gave his talk and got out. As you know, John, he was there before hanging out. He was hanging out. I saw him talking to Larry Coyer and a bunch of the players and a bunch of coaches afterwards. Um, you know, it speaks, speaks a lot to his character and that it's not convenient lip service. Hey, coach Max in town, got to say something for him. It, it means a lot to him. And, and, and Matt shows up like that. And he has, whether it's texting after a game or, or things like that. He he's he's reached out to this to this era of of cyclones. You know, we got together. Um, we did some interviews with uh, BNG Video Productions, which does the coaches shows. And I just kind of sat in and listened. But listening to Dustin Navy and Mike Banks and Andy Stenzer and some of these guys. But I, you know, hearing Mike Banks talk about what the Mac era was to him. And saying it was all about respect, you know, people taking Iowa State football seriously. Um, is that kind of your take on it, too, that that's what Mac had? He had to overcome so much. He had no, nothing to work with um, as far as facilities and all that kind of stuff. But what he created was football wise was that that sense of pride in the program where people had to take Iowa State football seriously. Is that kind of your take, too? It hundred percent is. And, and, you know, it's funny about that is I've actually been able to bring Mac to speak to um, some folks a, a few years back uh, at my company, I was running this, the sales division for, for, for one of our businesses. And we had all of our top sales reps and sales kind of sales leaders in the room. And, and it was fun to have fun to have for me, kind of fascinating to have Mac back, but really his, you know, the, the consistency around character and toughness and kind of that chip on your shoulder that you have to build to go get respect. And uh, it's never going to be, never just going to be given to you. You got to earn it every day, especially when no one's watching. He got to be a part of that at Iowa. And then certainly at Wisconsin and then at Iowa state and, and, and did it again at North Texas when he went there, taking them to that bowl game. So it's kind of his, kind of how he rolls in terms of the, the tough kids that he recruits and builds a team around and uh, really empowers his, his leaders of the team to, if he finds out who they are, who the, who the guys are, and they rally around that. And um, it, it's a two-way street where he, he demands a lot from them. And uh, he knows that uh, all of us know that he's fighting for us as it relates to, uh, you know, facilities, budgets, things like that. He was always there and always built great staff. So, yeah, I think, I think you're spot on. I think we all, to Mike Banks's point, all, all lived, kind of all lived and breathed that. Otherwise, you weren't going to last long. 
On Football Saturdays, our John Deere run of the game is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Nothing runs like a deer, especially when supported by the team at Van Wall Equipment, the Cyclones John Deere dealer of choice. So on that note, you know, I, I, I have to think, and I sure hope this is the case, that as you guys came back, and I know a lot of you have been back before and have come to games, but just uh, for that entire group to come back, walk around the Stark Performance Center, uh, see the stadium the way it looks right now, the the third largest stadium in the Big 12 Conference in terms of capacity, the, the improvements in the concourse, everything, the bridge being built across from the tailgating lots. I mean... I hope that when you guys see that, you realize that that stuff happened because of you guys. It doesn't happen without what you and Mac did to get the ball rolling and get that respect to where the university was willing to invest money in football, which was hard for a long time. And now they really do invest money in football and want to be top notch. And that commitment has to be there for Iowa State to be successful. But none of it happens without you guys. But when you think about the you know, the facilities when you got there and what they are today, uh, man, I hope you guys take a bunch of pride. In- yeah, we, we, we for sure do. I think, um, and there's so, so many people that you think, you think of the boosters that have stepped up and, and the, the work, the work Jamie's done. And, and it, it, it is incredible. I think for us, it's, uh, you know, on, on Saturdays and, and seeing the, the, the big wins and Iowa State all over the, you know, the big time, uh, the big time news and on ESPN and college game day and all that stuff. And you never look at it and say, I, I, you know, I did that or I was, it's just, it just fills you with pride um, that that you got to be a play, maybe a small part in that when it wasn't as respected and it wasn't as, as, as big and, and, and fancy as it is now. And, and just the ability that Iowa state's going to always have to compete as it relates to recruits and facilities and, and money and uh, and certainly when you have great coaches like Matt Campbell in place, um, the the character and tough toughness of the kids he's going to get, um, it's something that that I, I certainly does make us all proud and and always fun to revolve your kind of Saturday around. Hey, we're trying to see when the clones are playing and tune in. I would think another really satisfying thing about the reunion itself, Eric, was the fact that you know you see all these guys in that room, and they're all huge successes in life, you know. And that was so important to Mac, you know, what, what were you going to do beyond football? And he never lost sight of that. And I, I think, yes, he developed you guys and his staff developed you guys as players, but way, way more important than that. He developed these young men. And I see so many parallels with what Matt Campbell's doing now in that regard, not only see the guys, but see them smiling and, and, and knowing that they have great lives and, you know, their families are doing well, that, that kind of stuff, man, that's what it's all about. Without a doubt, I think, um, yeah, that that was that that was Mac in terms of, uh, and and it certainly shows how many guys he stays in touch with and has, and and did over the years, and 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 yeah, he he was preaching it from day one when you were a freshman about the the man you were going to become, what you're going to do beyond football, and what it means to be a cyclone, and and to to do things with class, to do things with character. Um, he lived and breathed it, and 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 his, his mantra. I said it in the. When I talked to Mike Green, you know, his comment was, and you remember it, John, was forget, forget yourself for others and others will never forget you. He wanted players that embrace that, lived that out. And and he certainly did. He was a good example of it for us, which is ironic now that he gets this, uh, you know, this endowment and his name there. He will never, he will never, regardless of the endowment, the guy will never be forgotten. But um, he, he instilled that in all of us. And I think that's, you saw it. Eric, you mentioned earlier that, 
the student athlete engagement and letter winner. I mean, it doesn't just touch football, it touches all sports. That again is so appropriate for Mac because he did touch on all sports. And, you know, you hear this, this culture buzzword so often now in college athletics, our, our athletics department has a great culture. Our athletics department has a great culture. Well, I can assure you that Iowa state athletics has a tremendous culture and it's coaches texting each other. Hey, congratulations on the win or hang in there after a tough loss. It's, Hey, what can I do to help you? Just all that is awesome, and it's continued thanks to Jamie Pollard. I think he's really in touch with that part of why that's so important to a culture. How many programs in America right now, John, would you MC something like that where you're talking about a coach that, that hasn't been there in, in however many years, 25, 26 years, and um, you have the head women's basketball coach, the head men's basketball coach, and the head football coach, and so many others in that room how often would you see that? So that's to, to your question about the, the the culture at Iowa State and and how the athletic department and the, the fellow coaches kind of have each other's backs and uh, root for one another. They're not in their own little silos. Um, it's pretty special, and you got to see, got to see that on display certainly on Friday night. Last thing for you, Eric, just what's going to happen with this going forward? Yeah, so I think um, <clears throat> Matt Campbell played a big role in this piece of it where he said, let's, let's double down. Let's make this an annual thing for all football. And every year we get together, we'll pick the date. We'll be able to have much more time planning in advance, hopefully six months in advance. We got more people can plan their schedules around it. And let's make sure we invite all former football players, all eras back and uh, come, come and do it again. And, and certainly I think, uh, when you finish the event, if we like, fast forward a year from now, let's say we have it next next year at this weekend, I think you drop that uh, drop that pie chart of of what eras were biggest represented. I think it's going to be the McCartney era. Um, we got the great start here, but it'd be so much fun to have even more generations, more players back, and keep this thing going and and raise money for the program, for the Letter Winners Club, all the above, and just keep keep the momentum going. It's something special, and and we don't want to lose that uh, the momentum we already have. Well, it really was special. I mean, it was just an incredible weekend. I'm so I'm so glad that it all came together the way that you guys had hoped when you and Zach kind of uh, came up with this whole idea and got it going. But I'm really happy for you that it that it turned out the way you had hoped. I could see it in your expression as Mac was talking what it meant to you. Yeah, <clears throat> thanks a ton. Yeah, yeah. Me and Zach just all we did was start to push a boulder just a little bit, and uh, the rest was all all of all of us players coming together. Um, we're, we're just so so honored to have been a part of it and see everybody and, and see how much it meant to Coach Mack and, and to, to see guys like you that we don't get to see a lot uh, over, the, over the years uh, with how busy everybody is. So let's, let's, uh, let's do it again next year, brother. Absolutely. Thanks, Eric. So appreciate you taking all the time and, and doing what you did. Appreciate you, John. Go Cyclones. Today's Sidecast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn how to farm better, work smarter, and play harder when you run with Van Wall and John Deere. Thanks for listening.